the late Jose Onfroy, better known as XXX Tentacion, recently had a video pop up that seemingly confirms his occult influences, as many have wondered about the spurious nature of his death and how he seemingly predicted his own violent end. After he claimed he spoke with the devil in Miami and met his demise just over 40 miles away from the alleged meeting. Stay with us as we look at these and other stories on the 511 News. Welcome back to the 511 News. I'm your host, Chad Davidson of Good Fight Ministries. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about Jose Onfroy, better known as XXX Tentacion, and not only his impact, his ending, but also what is going on right now with so many things that are kind of coming to light about his influences. But before we get into that, we want to ask you to like this video as well as subscribe to the Good Fight Ministries YouTube channel and please leave a comment. And if you are listening to this via podcast, make sure to leave a five-star review if you feel so led. All of those things just help us to get these messages out. And this one today is an important one that I want to get out. And the reason for that is because of the impact that XXX Tentacion has had, or better yet, many people just simply call him X. And I want to talk about the impact because many people, and sadly enough, many times in the comments, I don't know who this person is, they don't matter, or whatever, depending upon whoever we're talking about. And I'm just going to encourage you guys, that doesn't mean that they don't have influence on somebody just because you don't know who they are. In fact, when it comes to X, who we're talking about today, still today, this is somebody who had a very short career, died before the age of 21, and right now, as we are filming this, it is on average 36 million monthly users on Spotify who are listening to his music today. So that means a lot of people are still being influenced by him and his music. In fact, Jose is considered to be a leading figure in the establishment of what is known as emo rap and the SoundCloud rap genres, which garnered mainstream attention from the mid to around late 2010s. And when it comes to his impact, it is actually incredible to see how quickly he came up and was knocked down. This is a young man who came from a single family home with no father and was kicked out of his house, living with friends and so forth, and yet made it very big, very fast. And in fact, when he came up with his alter ego, it seems like just as Beyonce in the past has talked about Sasha Fierce coming into her or Nicki Minaj with her demon Roman who can't be exercised or a number of other artists that have talked about the fact that they over and over again have these alter egos or sometimes I believe a lot of times are ultimately demonic. You can listen to him talk about the difference between how he is as Jose, which sadly enough is a word that means Yahweh speaks, and yet some of the things you're going to learn about him and the things that he has spoken, you're going to see that it wasn't Yahweh speaking through him and hear him talk about the difference between himself and this alter ego. I may have this facade that everybody thinks it, it is X per se, but behind this facade, there's a whole different person. Jose Onfroy was weak. X is the complete opposite. X desires control. 
controversy. Wealth. Ex desire, ex has desires. Joshua Elmsroy had no desires. And it should be concerning to us as we see someone talking about that to see what kind of an influence he has. Not only the 36 million listeners, but listen to not only his friends, but even himself describe the kind of impact that he was having on his audience and really ultimately what he was trying to turn this whole performance into. I remember being at these shows and watching these kids soak in every word that Josh said. The way he would speak to them at mass would kind of be like a mass. It would be like church for them. It was like a cult and he would be like their God. I'm gonna stop calling you guys fans. I'm gonna start calling you members of my cult. This is a cult, not a fan base. You know, that idea of being a cult, you know, we talk about that in very lighthearted language with different movies and so forth that they had a they have a cult-like following or this is a cult classic, but these are people really believing that, that this is a young man given way too much power, puffed up at such a young age, and so many of the young people that were watching him were people that were filled with angst and anger, and sadly enough, when you are with somebody who is very violent, and that is just the nature of their music, the nature of the person they are, over and over again, this stuff continues to sell at a very high rate, and it continues to be perpetuated, not only externally on people wanting to start fights and so forth. I remember before I was saved, I would want to listen to Slipknot or, you know, even Disturbed or, or something that would get my engines going before I wrestled or before I fought or even before going to a party. And so much of this is just the violent nature. And you can see the seeds being planted. And even some of his friends talk about that. We just knew violent cells and it's the, it's the type of energy that we were tapping into to sell you know what I mean? And that's basically what we used it as. Interestingly enough, he actually, before a lot of people knew who he was, the producer or the manager that he started getting involved with, he actually said, oh, someone owes you money. Let's film me beating them up. And that's exactly what they did. They filmed him beating someone up for money. And they even told him, if you actually uh, listen to the producer talking about it, the person who was getting beat up actually knew that it was happening. And yet here it was on video, him violently striking someone. Come here, bro. Come here. Honestly, there would be times where I'd be like, what the f is wrong with this guy? There's something not right with this guy. That's when people didn't really want to be around Ja. And while so many people are meditating on this day and night, over 36 million users just on Spotify, let alone all the numbers on YouTube and any other way that people listen to music. But here's what the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 3. Do not envy a man of violence and do not choose any of his ways, for the devious are an abomination to the Lord, but he is intimate with the upright. The curse of the Lord is on the house of the wicked, and he blesses the dwelling of the righteous. Though he scoffs at the scoffers, yet he gives grace to the afflicted. The wise will inherit honor, but fools display dishonor. And sadly enough, the violence was not all. As you can tell, his name probably has some 
explicit reasons for it. And you can actually listen to his manager, who, by the way, is a producer of pornography, his former manager, I should say. And here he talks about just how he came up with that name. He was already XXXTentacion. The way he got that name, he came up with that name was his, uh, you know, infatuation with porn. So once he heard, oh, there's this porn star that shoots porn with underground artists, he's like, oh, this is the guy I got to meet. So whether pornography or violence, uh, sadly enough, it didn't just stop with guys who owe people and his friends money or doing it just for clout or even doing it just in order to get them popular online. Uh, that didn't stop there. And as violence typically goes, especially for someone who is not uh, in Christ, a lot of times that's going to be spilled blood, not only on the streets uh, from random people that you might get in fights with, but even in the home. And in fact, a lot of people stopped listening to his music, even though it garnered a lot of attention and even got him big after this, sadly enough. But here is the description of the girl he supposedly was in love with and just how he treated her and what she had to do to get away from him. Kind of just came clear that he was not happy with her laughing at his joke. They went in the rooms and I could hear them fighting. Eventually you just hear somebody was getting hit. Joste had a bathroom in that, a private bathroom in the room. So you could hear water running and I'm thinking, okay, maybe they're gonna take a shower or whatever, but no. He was literally drowning her in the tub, like putting her under and you could hear her screams being muffled by the water and being put up and then being put back under the water. And I was banging on the door, begging Cade, like, bro, I'm calling the cops. And he's begging me, don't call the cops, bro. Like, you know, I got a situation in Georgia, which he did. So I didn't, big regret. Later that night, she finally came out again and she like picked up her hoodie and she was marked up with bruises like a Dalmatian, like a bruise behind her ear behind her neck, literally everywhere. And it was very clear that he was avoiding hitting her face so that she wouldn't have any like clear injuries when you were talking to her. I've never seen somebody bruised up so bad. From what I understand, like they held her there for like three or four days and wouldn't let her see the hospital. I remember when she said how she escaped, cause I was like, how the f did you get out of that? He was playing PlayStation or Xbox or something. And she opened up the fridge and kind of let that be a distraction. Like she was looking in the fridge and she said she got on her, her fours and crawled out of the house while the fridge was still open and ran out. I had nowhere to run. I don't have any brothers. I don't have a father figure. Nobody was gonna come save me. I had to leave. I felt like it was gonna get worse. If that wasn't bad enough that he would perform such heinous actions against somebody he supposedly loved. Uh, somebody like ASAP Rocky, who we've covered on other videos here, actually made a video and got it trending free X. And the premise for getting that trending was not because he didn't really do it. He's just, he, this woman's just making up lies about him. Uh, it actually was only because he makes good music. That's why ASAP Rocky thought that he should be and in fact, it started trending all over the internet, even though he had beat this woman. And in fact, in the documentary about Jose, his own mother has not only brought that woman back and said, I know, basically, I know what happened. They even admit to knowing that he did all these things. But she says, but I love my son. There's nothing that I can do. But a lot of people saw this destruction coming. They looked at it and said, wow, we see 
this is not going anywhere good. And in fact, you can see his friends talking about this and how frightened they were at some of the ways he described he was being talked to by voices, even his own mother, but also he himself talking about people getting what they deserved and then others saying, ah, you know what? He's not even going to make it to a certain age. Yeah, this is the first time I'm letting them see my hair. My hair is just a reminder of telling me to, to relax, basically. It's a, it's a reminder of me telling myself that, yo, you, you are human and that you are not a god. You are still on the planet Earth and that you need to remind yourself that karma is a real thing and whatever you give out, you will get back. I knew that something was off. The voices in the head came. He would tell me, like, he would not sleep at night. And he would tell me he hears voices. Literally, you'd be like, oh, I took LSD and I've talked to a spirit that's a demon and told me information about myself, about how long I'm going to live, that they're going to come get him at some point. I really didn't like that at that point. And if I end up getting shot and killed for what the f I'm doing, or if I end up getting my ass beat at some point in time, or, or get hard on me, it's because I deserve it. That's point blank, period. Everybody will get a death. Everybody will get a death that is deserving. Everybody will get a life that is deserving. Everybody, you will get what the f you deserve, karma. And in one incident, I had took him to Nobu. It was his first time eating at a fancy restaurant. And they pulled up and we were sitting down eating and he was around with the chopsticks. And we were just sitting there and we started talking about kids. He was like, you're gonna be a great dad. So you're gonna be a great dad too someday, bro. He said, no, I'm not. So what do you mean? And he just looked me dead in the eye and he was like, I'm not gonna make it past 21. And then just went right back with the chopsticks. Sadly enough, the prophecy of his death prior to turning 21 came true. And in fact, we actually uh, wrote an article uh, when he passed away titled XXX Tentacion and the Devil's Promise. And this is what we wrote at the time. A soft cry of, it will all be over soon, introduces the audience to XXX Tentacion's song, I Spoke to the Devil in Miami. He said everything would be fine. But less than 45 miles from where Jose Dwayne Ricardo Onfroy, 20 years old, said the devil told him everything would be fine. He was murdered in cold blood leaving a motorcycle dealership. Not all the details are clear as to whether or not this was a hit, but what is clear is that it was a sad ending to the controversial rapper's life here on Earth. The same devil that apparently told him that everything would be fine also told Eve that you will not surely die. Whether Satan literally told him this or he was fooled into thinking he could live a life filled with debauchery and everything would be fine, he was tragically deceived. In the same song, X echoes more of the sentiments of the Genesis encounter with the devil when he says, quote, took a bite of your apple, give me all you can offer. Now I'm trapped in a changing maze, setting my soul ablaze, couldn't control the pace. The spiritual death that Adam and Eve experienced after eating of the forbidden fruit, which would soon be followed by their subsequent bodily death, was also experienced by this young rapper. Giving in to every temptation, trapped into a maze that left him depressed and hoping for his own death, some of his other songs and tweets give a detailed description of the sad life that Jose truly lived. Not only did he wish death upon himself multiple times on his Twitter feed, but certain lyrics give us a picture of someone who may have been experiencing demonic oppression and even possession. 
in his song Schizophrenia. He raps, there's another mind deep in me. Don't know what's gotten into me. I've seen the other side plentifully. Till the end, I'll, till the end, I'll fight. There's another mind deep in me. Don't know what's gotten into me. I've seen the other side plentifully. Till the end, till the end, I'll fight. Before Cain murdered his brother Abel, God spoke to him and told him, sin is crouching at the door and its desire is for you, but you must master it. X rapped about his encounter, not with God, but with the devil. He said he spoke to a Baphomet. My Lord, I spoke to a Baphomet. He said he would save me if I gave you one thing you needed. What is this thing, I pleaded? Boy, it's the key to evil. He then told him, what you crave will soon be yours, but what I crave is already mine. XXX Tentacion gave in to many of the temptation that God warns us about. And one of the reasons we're making this video is because of a video that resurfaced and a brother in Christ out there who happens to be a Philadelphia Eagles fan, we pray for him. He sent uh, that video, a brother Danny, and he said, check this out. And what's interesting is his mom is describing some of the books that influence Jose. One of the greatest young minds in human music history was influenced by numerology and astrology himself in the occult, correct? Correct. Go um, ahead. These are some of his books, just so you have an idea of where his mind was and the things that he found interesting. So it, he was definitely into the occult, numerology, and astrology. Uh-huh. Everything. And there's more here. Magic of Believing and uh, 48 Laws of Power, Mythology, um, Magic, everything you can... Very nice. He a model, um, the astrology. And where's the book that he uh, gave you? The eight. I'm looking for it. And the reason that's important is because she's an eight life path in numerology. Your son knew that. That's why he gave you that book. So again, this is no doubt that one of the greatest young minds in human music history was influenced by numerology and astrology himself in the occult, correct? Correct. This is his mother telling you this. As you see the occult influence and the speaking of the devil, and we could parallel so many of these stars, not only talking about these separate entities that influence them, and even when you look at some of his shaving of the eyebrows akin to the Britney Spears shaving her head, or even most recently Doja Cat, prior to making an entire album where she basically teams up with Satan, uh, also shaving her eyebrows. You see so many of these parallels going over and over again, and it's because there's nothing new under the sun, and the devil is still the old, the same old devil. But so many people also, when they get in these situations, cry for help. And here's a song he wrote titled, Save Me. Up there, who do I have? Heaven and hell, my friend, my friend. He won't shed a tear. Let them see me in pain again. Hello from the dark side in. Does anybody here want to be my friend? Want it all to end? Tell me when the blink, it's all going to end. Voices in my head. Tell me I'm going to end up dead. So save me. Save me before I fall. Save me. I don't want to go alone. So save me. Save me before I fall. Save me. Save me. I don't want to go alone. When I was three years old, uh, we were at a family's house that we would go to all the time. It was my best friend growing up. We were about a month away from age. And everyone was hanging out, and they were having just a little birthday party. 
And I would typically go into their pool and swim in the shallow end. But at this time, while everyone was hanging out, I decided I was going to jump into the deep end. And while I was in the deep end, I realized very quickly that I could not swim. And I just looked up and I even have a, a memory of it, looking up, unable to swim, unable to help myself. And all of a sudden being rushed up out of the water after being unable to breathe and just sitting at the bottom of the pool. And my mom, who was not much for swimming and specifically not swimming in all of her nice clothes that she had worn to come to a party, had jumped in when she saw the distress that I was in. And I bring that up because I watched the documentary of Jose. I watched it. I've watched other documentaries and listened to a number of people. And so many of them come from broken homes and sadly get no guidance. And then they find a guidance in occult means and Satan usually will grab them. And that is why Satan has made the family public enemy number one. But I bring up my mom dressed in her nicest clothes because typically you wouldn't just jump into a pool in your nice clothes. There's swimming attire for that for a reason. And I say that because so many people don't realize the fact that we are drowning without any help and in the most royal of robes, God sees us in that drowning and goes and gets us. And for me, recognizing that, that Jesus Christ, as according to Philippians chapter 2, starting at verse 5, actually tells us that even though he did not find equality with God or the fact that he is God, something to be grasped, but actually let go of it, taking on, not putting off, not becoming not God or less than God, but putting on the very form of a man. In all of that, taking that upon himself to come after us sinners, to come after people that have this problem that that Jose had with pornography, that have this problem with violence, all of these different things that when guided in the wrong direction, going down and sleeping with the woman of folly instead of being married to the woman of wisdom and watching them go down that path, but also knowing that God is still rescuing people who have gone down that path. God is still jumping in for the ones who have gone into the deep end, unable to help themselves. God is still doing that, and he jumps in in his royal robes in the person of Jesus Christ, not only coming and dying a horrible death on a cross, but for those who are in Christ, giving them a life, a life more abundant. For those who are in Christ, because of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, we now have victory in Christ. If you're someone who has meditated on and been a part of all of this violence and music and pornography and whatever it is, and you're listening to the, the seed of scoffers and their music and all of this, and you need to repent right now and turn from all of that and have that heart change where you say, I don't need to be a part of this. I want to be a part of Team Jesus because he is the one who's not dragging me to the deep end. He is the one coming in his royal robes to get me out, to get me out. And then I can now put on the righteousness of Christ because of not only 
the fact that he died for me, but that he rose again on the third day. I want to encourage you guys. We don't just do this stuff and talk about these sad, horrible situations because they happen here and there. It's because this is the plight of so many that do not know Christ. And sadly enough, because of the way celebrity works, we have so many people that here is your choice. Either you become that celebrity and you sell out and give in to whatever the devil has for you and you fall for his promises, which are not true, or you just sit there and you humble yourself, not before the mighty hand of God, but you humble yourself before the celebrities and you worship them and they become your modern day idols all the way to hell. And guess what? Satan gets both of you. Instead of the one who redeems you, the one who comes for you to be with you and to call you a friend. I want to encourage you guys now to not turn to Jose, sadly, who has passed on, or any other ASAP, Rocky, or whether it's Britney Spears or whether it's Taylor Swift or whoever it is. Pray for them. Pity them for them not having an abundant life in Christ and needing all these other things to fulfill them and turn to the Lord Jesus Christ. So on the day of judgment, When you are sitting there, he's not seeing you and you're trying to weigh out your good deeds and your bad deeds, but he sees to tell us I paid in full because Jesus Christ paid for your crimes on the cross of Calvary and rose again on the third day so that you can know you have eternal life. Turn to him right now, I encourage you. This has been Chad Davidson. This is the 511 News. Thank you guys so much for watching 511 News. You can check out some of the older episodes as well as the Good Fight Radio Show and videos we have right here on our YouTube channel. And this week's feature product is Sparky the Broken Mirror. You can check it out at sparkybook.com.